Now it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. It was about an hour and a half meeting last night, Chris. It's not bad. It's not bad. 90 minutes is good. Still, uh, I'm trying to... <laughs> a lot of stuff's going to be left on the cutting room floor. Um, uh, Chuck, believe wear a mask? Uh, he wasn't there. He, he did the virtual thing. Okay. Uh, only a few people were in there. I think I heard um, the mayor, uh, the, the acting fire chief. Oh, gosh. I even think Hanauer was remote. Not a lot of uh, actual physical bodies in there. Even McMiniman was remote. We'll hear some of his technical problems he had a little bit later on as well. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, last night's Springfield City Council meeting is the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. So last night they uh, uh, laid out the ordinance for new fire chief. 2020-497, an ordinance approving the appointment of Brandon Blow as fire chief to the Springfield Fire Department. And to debate. they're going to debate it. Second. And they're also going to uh, essentially do a uh, live uh, job uh, interview here. Uh, so let's hear about Brandon Blow, who is the uh, acting fire. Is it Blow or Blau? Blau. It's Blau. Okay, Brandon Blau. Uh, he is the acting fire chief, and he's up to be the fire chief after Chief Riney uh, retired at the beginning of this month. Here is a bit of uh, Brandon's background. Uh, I'm a Springfield resident, uh, born and raised here. I spent four years at University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Uh, then I went up, went up to uh, Naperville for one year, uh, came back, worked in the private sector for three years, hired on with the Springfield Fire Department in 1999. I've served on uh, Alan Riney's command staff for the last two and a half years. Um, my father was on the fire department for 27 years. Um, I still live in the city. Uh, I've lived here my entire life. Um, went to Ursuline uh, Academy, gra graduated in 1990. Been involved with a number of organizations and things since I've been on the fire department. Uh, most recently, uh, I was the deputy division chief of operations, uh, focusing mainly on technolo technological services. I did radios. I was involved in the uh, in the preemption system that City Council was uh, gracious enough to to help us get in place last year. Um, and I've been in, involved in uh, all the software, hardware, um, communication systems. That's been my main main focus since uh, since I came to staff. So he's got a pretty impressive resume, especially when it comes to uh, fire safety. Uh, and has it in his blood as well. His dad was a firefighter. Uh, so, and for Springfield, uh, mind you. Uh, so he's got a pretty impressive resume, uh, but uh, of course, Alderman had a slew of questions. One from Alderman Redpath was about what's uh, what's changing? What's what's going to be uh, brought about in a uh, Brandon Blau uh, administration for the fire department? We do have some uh, changes per, uh, within our equipment. Uh, that we need to purchase. Uh, we have a lot of uh, defibs that are going to be outdated and uh, not backed by the FDA uh, as of 2022. Uh, so that'll be an upgrade. It'll allow our people to have better, better equipment as far as that goes for medical calls. Uh, I'd like to change wise, I would love to be able to put into place uh, a purchasing program for, for, our, for our apparatus. Uh, so that we can just more uh, more easily predict 
uh, when we're gonna need uh, apparatus replaced as opposed to uh, now sometimes it's, you know, we get locked into, we try and drive them as long as we can and then, and then we have to come and ask for money. Uh, in the budget process, you know, we usually at, we say we have so many rigs that need replaced, but that's one of the areas where I think that we could see some improvement. So I guess he's just looking for better uh, budget planning for future needs. You know, every budget year, Chris, we hear, um, uh, you know, the need for uh, fire engines, the need for uh, more defibrillators, more equipment. And it's, sometimes it's always a shock to Alderman as to how much that is. Uh, so it seems that uh, the acting fire chief here uh, wants to make that a little bit more seamless uh, and to do a, a lot more planning ahead to make sure that they have the, the proper equipment needs covered. Uh, but there were a, a variety of different things that were brought up um, uh, last night uh, from Alderman, everything from uh, you know expanding city uh, footprint uh, and how we cover those areas, like in the northwest of town, uh, where there might not be as many fire calls, but still people want fire safety. Uh, you've got questions about uh, infrastructure and focusing on old firehouses and how they're going to go about getting grants to cover those dollars, to to refurbish those or to build new ones. Uh, and also the, the conversation about uh, diversity within uh, the fire department's ranks and testing. Uh, all of that was brought up last night by Alderman, uh, looking at uh, how they're going to get uh, the, the fire department to further reflect the community uh, when it comes to its uh, racial makeup. Uh, also, technology. You remember a couple of years ago, we have the uh, new um, uh, traffic light systems that allow uh, fire trucks to get through traffic lights uh, and turn them green for the fire trucks and turn it red for cross traffic. Uh, they're looking at expanding that in the next budget to go further north of town on veterans uh, and uh, a variety of other things. So a lot of talk uh, of what's going on here and as far as uh, the 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 the. The plans, the future plans for uh, the fire department. So uh, we'll, of course, have the final vote next week for uh, Brandon Blau to be the uh, new Springfield fire chief. Uh, coming back, uh, the fire chief had to stick around because there was a lot of conversation last night about restaurants, Chris, uh, and the uh, uh, heaters that restaurants who are forced outside into tents are allowed to use. So we'll uh, get to that conversation coming up here with the Council Roundup. Brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Back with the Council Roundup on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Last night's Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole, about an hour and a half, and a lot of the conversation was about not just uh, the fire chief uh, and a new one that's uh, going to be up for final discussion next week, but also uh, the issue of Enforcing COVID-19 mitigation. And I guess we're no longer talking, Chris, about COVID-19 mitigation. We're talking about fire code. Yeah. <laughs> so Exactly it. Uh, uh, but first, I want to uh, share with you a little bit of, um, you know, what some of the aldermen are having to go through in order to take part remotely. Uh, of course, we uh, in the pandemic have seen uh, a lot of governments across the state and across the country uh, go to kind of virtual type of settings. And uh, Springfield City Council uh, has done that as well. Some are in person. Others are via Zoom, for instance. Uh, Alderman Joe McMiniman was the uh, chairman last night, but he was remote in his office somewhere. And having Tom, some having some issues. Tom Chi really coached me on how to connect by internet for video and then by AT and T 
for audio. In the course of this meeting, I have accidentally disconnected my AT&T, so I'm Whoops. completely on internet. <laughs> and fortunately, Alderwoman Conley is aware that she's vice chair tonight. So if internet fails, I'm out, I, I go black. So Alderwoman Conley, please uh, continue the meeting. <laughs> she's won um, me again. I have your back, Chair. <laughs> I really appreciate that. <laughs> Never thought of that. Uh, what happens if somebody, yeah, if the, if the chair of the committee gets kicked off? What yeah, happens? There's a vice chair. <laughs> there's a vice chair standing by, so uh, that's good to know. All right, let's get into this conversation, because there's a lot of important stuff here, and I know restaurants, uh, they probably watched pretty closely last night as to this conversation unfolding, but we'll get it all for you here on the WMAY Morning News Feed with the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Substop. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Alderman Ralph Hanauer says it's time to continue discussing restaurants. Something that we never talk about on, on you know, our weekly talk. Uh, today, uh, I was notified by numerous restaurants regarding uh, apparently we're kicking them while they're down is what they're saying. We talked with uh, Buzzbomb, uh, a bar downtown, about this issue. of uh, They have a tent, uh, and they were told that uh, at one point the heater they had in the tent's fine, and then they come back around later and say, no, the heater has to go, and uh, Buzzbomb limited their hours. Uh, so there's different enforcement, Hanauer says. Some, some of these restaurants that have outdoor spaces with awnings and that, they've had uh, um, heaters outside gas heaters for the last six years, no problems. All of a sudden it's become a problem. And now we've got these, these, uh, restaurants that are, that are paying upwards of $3,000 a month for a tent. Plus they, they've invested in heaters that for the last four months has been just fine. And all of a sudden we're out and we're telling them they can't use them. Um, it's a little perplexing to me. <laughs> Not just perplexing to an alderman, but devastating to a business. Sure. They've been uh, essentially forced outside in the city of Springfield. While in Taylorville, apparently they're not enforcing COVID-19 mitigation. It's just it makes it so difficult for a business uh, to to have the willingness to continue forward. You know, nobody's forcing these businesses to do what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Right? They, they, they're doing it on, they're conducting their business on their own volition. Uh, but yet they're being forced to juke and jive and sure. change their, 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 uh, their business model uh, to limit hours, to uh, invest in stuff that's probably going to be, you know, not necessary in five, six months. Sure. Uh, a variety of things, a variety of problems. I spoke up. with Tom and Bella Milano yesterday, and that was, a, it was, it was amazing. It's, know? it's gotta be frustrating for a business. So we'll hear more of this conversation and the acting fire chief, uh, talking about the international fire code. Uh, but what aldermen are looking for is some relief. Uh, so we'll get to that coming up here with the council roundup on the WMAY morning news feed. Continuing on with the council roundup brought to you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west it's right here on the wmay morning news feed alderman hanauer just tagged me in a public post from don gray about idph charts showing the uh potential exposure locations and i've seen this shared all over the place uh and at one point we were told that uh, potential exposures were pretty prominent in bars and restaurants but now i mean this chart uh, it essentially shows restaurants and bars uh, equal to grocery stores in uh, places of exposure, and both of those 
are a small fraction of the pie. Now, the vast majority being factories, hospitals or clinics, schools, places of worship. But yet, bars and restaurants, uh, at least in Springfield, being forced to provide outdoor service. But we've got questions about the enforcement of heaters. So we're, not, we're no longer talking about COVID-19. We're talking about heaters. <laughs> oh, it's incredible, Chris. It's incredible. Uh, there's a, 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 year. a comment from uh, Alderman Donlin. I think uh, really uh, <laughs> we'll get to it a little bit later on. Highlights. Um, you know how bureaucracies are uh, um, uh, self-realizing, uh, and uh, you know making sure that they're sticking around. And <laughs> uh, so we'll hear that coming up. But more from Alderman Hanauer last night, the uh, Springfield City Council meeting, raising the issue, saying they're getting flooded with phone calls of restaurant owners and bar owners that are forced outside into tents, uh, getting uh, some uh, mixed messages. I'm frustrated as anything because I I've gotten calls. I think a lot of us have gotten calls from restaurant owners. And they are upset. Should they? It seems like it, between us and the county, they they've gotten a runaround, and you know they're they're a lot of them are at, are at a breaking point. And they look north into a county, and there's no enforcement there. They look southeast to a county, and there's no enforcement there. But in Sangamon County, they're cracking down. But it's not just county officials. Uh, you've got uh, city officials that are cracking down on other things like the heaters. They follow the rules, and then it seems like the, the rules change. And um, these, I don't, I've been in many of these tents with these heaters. I don't understand what the big, big deal is. Um, but if, if we have to do an ordinance to allow these heaters, I want it on emergency passage for, for next week because this is inexcusable. So could we see that next week? Who knows? Uh, we'll hear from the mayor a bit later on about what his plans are to address this. But here's uh, Fire Chief Blau addressing some of these concerns. Open flame includes propane and all that. And if you look at Chapter 31 of the International Fire Code, it is specific, and it does say uh, propane LP. And he talks more about uh, the international fire code. Like your propane tanks, it even says in the code that your propane tank is supposed to be outside of the tent structure. Now, the tenting issue is new, uh, with everybody being forced out into the uh, streets, essentially, to give uh, you know to make some kind of living with their business that they put their blood, sweat, and retirement accounts into um, before COVID. Uh, he says that uh, you know this whole idea of having all of these tents is a new concept, and uh, they just got to get the enforcement uh, when they know, were in shape when they were put up. We did inspections of all of them. At that time, there was no heaters. And then midsummer, yeah, like we party check. tents at weddings and stuff in Panther Creek or or out there that they've been doing that. I, I've been at weddings out there with the tents that they've done that. Yeah, the heaters have been there, you know, and there was no problem then. I think that was uh, Alderman Proctor, but uh, just highlighting that, you know, it, different rules they, and they've evolved. And uh, these restaurants and bars are kind of, <laughs> no pun intended, out in the cold. <laughs> Uh, with uh, with having to deal with this stuff and the uncertainty, and then they're getting inspected three times a week, and then they've got not just public health inspectors, but the fire chief inspectors showing up saying you can't have this, that, or the you other. Know, everybody complains that Springfield's hard to deal with, and this is a perfect example where where we we have issues. We've got bars and restaurants that that, that are getting shut down because of COVID, 
and things that should have been done way before now, that when it's the worst time for them, the absolute worst time, then we send people out and we're hitting them with this. And I'm sorry, we've got an emergency declaration, Mayor. In my mind, you can make the determination and allow these to, to happen. Again, Hanauer pushing for some kind of emergency ordinance to be brought up next week to address this and to, I guess, allow for some kind of uh, allotment or, uh, you know, some kind of special provision uh, or allowance. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, all the women DeCenso's also getting an earful. Um, I think we've probably all sat outside at a restaurant that has a heater with a patio on a patio that has a heater um and i had multiple calls today from restaurants that said they were uh that the fire department came out and said they could no longer have their heaters on their patios these are established patios these are structures that are part of their restaurants um so i'm not sure what the difference is there that they've been doing that for, for as long as they've had these heaters around right <laughs> but exactly. that's, you know, different structures. I need a tent versus a patio. But now they're being told uh, they can't have the heaters around in the, in the, the patio area. It's not a tent. Yeah. Well, what is uh, the, the big question here is what has changed that all of a sudden we're cracking into this now? Yeah. You know, I mean, I realize, yeah, it's not the best idea to have a temporary tent up there with a flame, open flame there. Yeah, you could have a tragedy, definitely. But why are we cracking down on it yeah. now? And why didn't we crack down on it earlier? All right. Here's the mayor uh, responding to some of this. Mayor, this is on you, Mayor. You you can make oh, the decision. That's right, to the mayor. And, and we, let's either help them or shut them down or open up the restaurants to 25%. It's, it's, we're killing these people. Here's the mayor. There is a concern on the fire department side. My solution that I've suggested that I will probably move forward with is uh, require a uh, fire watch. I'm not sure what a fire watch is, but uh, the mayor did say that he expects to do something about this today. Whether that's, you know, an executive order of some kind, who knows? So we'll uh, try to find out from the mayor what he plans on doing. But more from Mayor Langfelder last night. But we will take a look at it to uh, uh, make sure that the restaurants understand the significance of protecting the public with regards to these heating elements. And they take responsibility. And uh, we'll come with the... Uh, you know, recommendation uh, more than likely tomorrow. Here's uh, Alderman uh, McMiniman worried about liability. I hope our city attorney is listening to this because we've got um, liability issues here and we need to know if we waive the requirements that normally exist for safety purposes, what liability risk is there for the city for not Good enforcing question. the uh, fire code? Yeah, I'll leave it to McMiniman to... <laughs> Leave good. us all like, oh gosh, now we got to think about this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. How good did we common forget sense about this? Oh, come on. I'd rather think about it now than think about it as I'm mulling exactly over a right. figure settlement. That's you know? exactly right. Uh, Alderman Donnellan, here's that comment about uh, <laughs> uh, self prep, uh, self, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, uh, self preservation? Yeah, there you go. Uh, bureaucracy self preservation. I was told that uh, the bureaucracy gets its. Uh, it's its uh, success by telling people no. That always stuck with me. And uh, right. I, as being an alderman, uh, you know, we always look for ways to find ways to make things work. What I'm hearing from the restaurants is that you know they're they're at the end of the ropes, and all they're really asking for is consistency. We need consistency, and we need to find ways to make it work. Find ways to help. 
Now, are we going to find those ways? That's still a question that seems uh, unanswered. Here's uh, the acting fire chief. The fire department does, you know, take some responsibility that maybe the the word did not get out as far as uh, to some of the the restaurants and the bars, uh, as far as the as far as exactly what they needed to do to make sure that they were in compliance with uh, the international fire code. So, what would be in compliance with the fire code? You know, what what kinds of heaters are allowed? Uh, fire chief says that he's looked into it a bit. Would require uh, investment again on their part, but it's a small investment. Uh, one of the, you know, you're always looking for for options, uh, and one of them is uh, there. There are heaters out there. They're they're, they're commonly referred to as salamanders. Uh, they are uh, heaters that would be placed outside of the tents. And then you run ductwork into the tents. Uh, the, the heaters that I saw online, and I just looked very quickly on on Amazon. You can pick one up for 150 bucks, um, and it'll heat. It says up to 2,500 square foot. Chris, uh, it could be there in two days. Chris, they're gonna, they're gonna have to start building ductwork into these tents. Yeah, 150 bucks. He uh, said it's only 150 the, bucks. Just, that's just for the one heater for a small footprint. It'll heat 2,500 square feet if you have the flaps up. You right. have two of the flaps open right, right and now. That, but now you got to start. In, you got to start building ductwork into the tents. Yeah, right. Exactly. What in the? <sighs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm letting my emotions take over. I apologize. <laughs> it's about time, dude. Better with you. But it's like we're it's like we're in some weird, bizarro world. Yeah. You know. We're trying to come up with all these solutions, and even even uh, let's just say that was the solution, and it's only 150 bucks. I would guarantee you right now there aren't a lot of restaurant owners that have 150 bucks right. lying not around. After, not after You're 10 months killed. of this, yeah. yeah. Not after 10 months of this. No. Uh, more on uh, the other options. Uh, you're looking for solutions. That's that's a, a solution that I think that could be made fairly quickly. Um, but duct worked in tents. <laughs> a salamander heater. Five or six of them. Duck work and tent duck works and two flaps open. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And everything else that you're talking about is just something that you know is it's it, it's at the mercy of the code. I mean, it, it <laughs> says that it's at the mercy of the code. All right, uh, take a deep breath. Uh, it's the council roundup here with the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, Alderwoman Conley uh, lays out, uh, you know, <laughs> the onus really needs to be on the fire department to let these restaurant owners know what the heck is going on. You know, instead of putting more onus on, on our restaurants and bars that are under so many stresses right now, if we could just give them more information so that they have, you know, as many resources as we can possibly make available to them. Um, and then, Mayor, I would ask you, we have we have these business grants that are, that are are rolling out. Um, I think we definitely need to make considerations of, you know, that these businesses are going to need some flexibility and and are going to you know possibly incur additional expenses with this heating devices. If the city can make sure that we have our funds available very quickly so that we can we can supplement those costs, I would um, I think everyone would appreciate. It. Yeah, I think everybody uh, would appreciate it. That's for sure.